Welcome to the Your Own Food Coach podcast. My name is Pamela Kelly. I'm a registered dietitian and nutritionist in practice for 25 years. We have created this podcast to have a conversation to explore the world of food, nutrition, health, and body image together. You've come to the right place. This is episode 13, The Grocery Store Tour. In today's podcast, we're going to look at the grocery store. Many of my clients have shared with me, and perhaps you can relate to this too, that grocery shopping can be either a nightmare or an exercise in both necessity and comfort. Depending on your background, you may have spent your youth going to the grocery store with your parents or other adults or grandparents, begging for your favorite chips or cereal or ice cream, or maybe trying to slip that candy bar from the checkout light into the full grocery cart when your parents weren't looking. Or maybe you were the one who was waiting in the car, daydreaming about hopping in the front seat to drive away or engage in warfare with siblings while the parents shopped watching the carts come and go out of the grocery store filled with food. I remember times when my mother would come back to the car and start it up and the windshield wipers would be on high and the radio was blaring. Oops, caught. The grocery store can be an amazing place in our country. We have such an abundance of food choices, it's easy to take it for granted. But sadly, there are grocery store deserts and food deserts in urban communities where there are not only, not any stores, but only corner markets with highly processed foods or fast foods. I want you to know that there are many concerned groups available and churches coming together alongside communities to address this problem in our major cities. And before we start, I want to encourage you to look at this issue and see how you can help. You can Google food deserts to find out more. Today, I want to take you on an imaginary safari to the grocery store. There's so many alternatives today with grocery delivery or grocery pickup at the curb. There's lots of options for a busy lifestyle, but the fact is we still need to procure that food and have an idea of what needs to be on the list. We can't talk about grocery stores without talking about some of the issues today with shopping and selecting foods, and I want to address that in a later podcast. First, I want you to visualize that you are walking into the grocery store. There's music playing in the background. You can hear the overhead speaker announcing today's specials or requesting someone pick up a spill on aisle two. It's crowded. You feel a certain aggravation because there's two people who've decided to stop and chat right in front of you, in front of the display you're trying to get to. You notice there's a child crying to their adult that they want to go home. You realize you forgot your list and oh great, you're hungry. If you've entered the grocery store this way often enough, you already can finish this story. You're going to quickly blast through, grab what you can remember, and get what you always tend to get. Maybe that's why you look at your pantry hungry and think to yourself, there's nothing in here to eat when you've just been to the store. Perhaps you grab a bag of salad, maybe throw some apples in, and go down the bread aisle. Why are there so many choices? You notice your frustration increases. You just want bread. Why is there so many? Grab one off the shelf and keep moving. 
then on to the cereal aisle. Ah, how can there be so many different types of cereal? Come on. And notice, there's that fun, sweet cereal on the lower shelves. The healthier products are always way up top. The kiddos can see that fun cereal, and sure enough, you witness another battle as a fight ensues for the low sugar versus the sweet sugar cereal. And you notice the crackers are just like everything else. There's literally hundreds of different boxes to choose from. So you just grab one and you keep that cart moving. You see cookies and you say, no, and you trudge on. On the outside parameter of the store, it's the easiest part to navigate. Here is where you typically find the meat in the dairy case. So you grab some ground beef and pick up a chicken. Nope, wait, put that chicken back. You don't have time to cook it. Grab some boneless, skinless chicken breasts, you say, and now you're off to the lunch meat. You've heard about nitrites and preservatives, and you hate to feed that to your family or put it in your lunchbox, but who's got time to cook a turkey breast? So you grab some turkey deli meat, and you stay away from everything else. You don't have time to check those labels. Grab it and keep moving. Like the rest of the store, it seems like there's so many new products everywhere. And you're in the dairy case and you see oat milk, cashew milk, almond milk, soy milk, not to mention organic milk, whole milk, low-fat milk, and your frustration continues to mount. If you have a family, it's possible there's only one who'll drink whole milk while the other one wants almond milk. And you just heard on the news that milk increases prostate cancer. Now what are you supposed to do? Yogurt and cheese is the same way. So many choices, so little time. Do you look for low-fat, organic, small servings? No, wait, that's a waste of lot of waste. Do you look for low sugar? And hey, wait a minute, didn't you get the stink eye at work the other day when someone looked at your yogurt you had last week? Was that a bad choice too? As you continue your blast through the store, you notice the aisle with the colas and the snack foods, and you think to yourself, don't even go down that aisle. But your level of frustration has come to the point and the time you've spent in this grocery store has left you frustrated enough. There's a part of you that deserves a treat, and down that aisle you go. Well, you might as well get some frozen meals and pizza and tots and breakfast rolls, too. And at the checkout line, you run into a colleague, and you're embarrassed because your cart ended up full of junk. That was not the plan, and you don't have your list anyway. Ugh, how many of you have felt that way? This is a story I often hear from my clients, and honestly, I have felt it myself. So let's try this again. As humans, we are designed to eat food, and when you are hungry, you will not make good choices. Mark Twain said it best, an empty stomach is a poor political advisor, so eat first, always. And if you go to the store and you're hungry, go in, get one of those small little veggie tray packs and go back to your car and eat your snack. This might be a good time to rethink that list, too. Take a breath. It's best to find a time when the store is not as crowded. Early in the morning, late in the evenings, and Sunday evenings are a great time to shop. Never go on double coupon day unless you have plenty of time and that's what you're there for. If you plan to dedicate extra time to navigate and explore, just take the time. And to go once or twice to give you the space to explore some of those questions you had 
about the cereal or the bread or the milk or the yogurt. You can break it down and on one one grocery store trip, look at bread. The next time, look at the milk. The next time, look at deli meat and so on until you have gotten it together what's best for you. In previous episodes, we've talked about nutrition biology. Some foods might be a better choice for you. So when you're not rushed, look at these categories and decide what is the best food for you and your family. Even if you decide you want to have groceries delivered or picked up at the curb, you've got to know what are the best choices for a better outcome. Decide on your own food, on your own views of food procurement. Do you want to follow the organic recommendations for the Dirty Dozen? It's easy to find that list and just search Dirty Dozen. And it's easy to remember, usually really high content uh, plant foods and vegetables hold the most pesticides. And you'll find them at the organic counter. And just think about it. Does that matter to you? Does the source of food matter to you? It might mean that you decide that you want to eat seasonally, which suggests that blueberries, for instance, are not local in the wintertime. So if you feel that way about it, what country did those blueberries come from? Does that matter to you? These are questions that only you can answer, but it helps to be informed from reputable sources that do not have a particular hidden agenda. Registered dietitians are a good source because they hold the truth of moderation and science evidence-based practices. If you're confused, get some clarity about the issues that matter to you most to help you navigate the store. None of us are perfect eaters, and you don't have to be, but only you can decide which decisions are most important when you're in the store. Also, decide what kind of store you want to support. Do you like big box stores like Costco's or Sam's or Walmart? Do you feel comfortable in stores like Trader Joe's or Aldi's? You can figure this out by noticing the level of frustration that appears to you when you go shopping. Maybe you could get a friend or a spouse to shop with you and divide and conquer. Grocery shopping and frustration together is a recipe for disaster. Sometimes it might be worth your own sanity to choose a smaller store that supports the customer and make that shopping experience worth a few extra dollars. It's a personal choice. For me, because I look at food labels to share them with my clients, I usually find a time where it's not crowded and truly enjoy looking at all the new products (laughs) and shake my head at others, actually. Remember that a deal in the grocery store is not a deal if it doesn't support your health and your commitment to health in general. Be very wary of BOGOs, that's buy one, get one free gimmicks, and watch out for foods on the end cap. Do you know that manufacturers pay more to position their products in places where you're more likely to grab it without much thought? With a weary mind, frustration, or a hungry stomach, it's easy to fall prey to the gimmicks of the food manufacturers. Their mission in life is to sell a product and make a profit. That's fine, but just know what's going on. What are some reasons you don't like a store? If shopping causes you anxiety, maybe you should consider using a shopping service that will purchase exactly what you request. Some of my clients with a history of eating disorders often feel way too anxious to be in a store, and for a while, it's a good option for them. 
A client recently shared with me that she had never been to a grocery store other than a market to grab bread and milk. Her meals were always consumed out, and it was a real challenge for her how not only to learn to go to the store, but to learn to enjoy the experience of grocery shopping. But she did do it, and you can do it too if it's something you're motivated to do. Many grocery stores offer tours, and they can be extremely helpful. It's a pleasure for me to share the store with a client and show them foods they've never noticed before, and to explore some facts like the sell-by date or the use-by date and what that really means, or how to talk to the produce manager or the meat manager about cuts of food and food types that you're looking for. If these are offered by your store, seek them out. These department managers are proud of their jobs and they love to share their knowledge. What if you just don't want to cook? In a previous episode, we talked about the zen of cooking. You could start with the easiest of recipes. Look online or even look in the store. Sometimes they have cooking demos and often foods are paired together for the easiest of preparation. As I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, we live in a rich, abundant life, and we can have a shopping experience. We're well aware of this abundance and shop with a sense of gratitude. It's a matter of mindset. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Your Own Food Coach podcast. We're all in search of answers, but maybe it's the questions we need to consider, or maybe we're not asking the right questions. If this podcast brought up questions for you, I encourage you to talk to family, friends, or a therapist, or talk to me. I offer virtual nutrition coaching sessions and have worked with people all over the world. Please share this podcast and subscribe, and we welcome your comments. And as always, I thank my producer, Brian Strickland, and my brand manager, Malia Smith. Without their expertise and support, this podcast would not be possible. Thank you. The information presented on this podcast is for the enjoyment of all listeners. It is not intended as either medical or medical nutrition advice or counseling, nor is it specific to any particular individual. It is not intended to replace counseling, medical nutrition therapy, or treatment. Contact a healthcare professional if you are experiencing problems that seem health-related. Please contact 911 if you are having an emergency. 